1: the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Welcome back to Jamie All Over. I was going to do the Business of Beauty Part 2. I know you guys are waiting for that episode. I keep saying I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I had every intention to do it today. But then I just found out that the Love is Blind finale was out as well as the reunion. And I was like, hold on. I've been waiting to recap this with you guys until these last two episodes came out. I have all my notes. In a very rare occurrence, I think we're going to do kind of like a pop culture extravaganza, if you will, today. There's just been so many shows I've been watching and things I've been up to in my life, as well as things I'm seeing and maybe not loving on social media that I want to rant a little bit about. And I think Ivy wants to hop on for a segment. So we'll bring her in in a little bit. I enjoy doing the solos because it's like You know, we're just talking and I really love that. And I know I'm just sitting here in my closet talking to myself, but it truly does feel like a conversation with you for me. And I just wanted to catch up with you today. I just finished a little bit of an Instagram. I don't want to call it a fight because it didn't get to a fight. I would say probably the second best scenario or the second best outcome happened I was annoyed at something and I don't often go fighting on Instagram and I, in fact, do it a lot less than I used to do it just because even though I might feel like I need to say something or stand up for someone, I've learned that ultimately it it still messes with my peace of mind because then it's like, oh, what nasty thing is that person going to write back again and how much longer is this going to continue? And it's not like I could just like write something and be done with it. It seems to always continue and become this thing. So I've definitely been more reserved on that front, but today I just couldn't keep quiet. So I was scrolling and I saw that Pump Rules Bravo Instagram account posted some things about the upcoming Vanderpump Rules season, and they were saying here are some things you should expect to see on the upcoming season, and this one woman who happens to be a mother of a boy said so Raquel got passed around the block. laughing crying face. That did not sit right with me. And so I wrote, This perpetuates the idea that men can do whatever they want, but women are shamed for it. She wasn't passed around. That's really misogynistic. You don't have to agree with her choices, but I hope you reconsider this perspective. This is a woman who has a son. So is she instilling these thoughts in his head too? Like, it's so gross to me, this attitude that men are just like, fine, to do whatever they want and hook up with whoever they want. They never get shamed for it, but women get slut-shamed for it. It's 2022. What are we doing? And even more infuriating is that it's women doing it to other women. So she actually took it down. And that's what I meant by maybe it was like the second best-case scenario of that for an outcome. I assume she did realize this is fucked up to say, I hope she does reconsider her perspective on it, especially since she's a mother. The best outcome probably would be for someone to take accountability for it and be like, you know what? You're right. Or you know what? I didn't see it that way. Some people do. I have so much respect for them, but whatever. She took it down. So either way, like, I just didn't want other people to see that. It's so fucked up. It's so backwards. I truly meant, you don't have to agree with her choices. You don't have to agree with who she decided to hook up with or not hook up with or kiss or whatever she did, which is her business. You may agree or not agree with it, or you may not know until you see more. Whatever it is, though, she's a single girl. I don't hear anyone talking about the men the way that they are shaming her. I don't want to see women talking about other women that way. It's not cool. Which leads me to Cole and Zanib and Love is Blind. Now, if you guys did not watch Love is Blind, or if you've only watched part of it, and you did not watch the finale or the reunion, this is going to be a total spoiler alert. So you're going to want to fast forward. If you don't want to have anything ruined for you, if you don't know the outcomes of anything, because I am going to be talking about that in the show notes, I'll put when I'm done talking about this. So you know when to fast forward it to. Let me just say, I don't think any of them should get married. Some did, though. So out of five couples, two actually tied the knot. But I want to start with the couple that annoyed me the most, which is Cole and Zanib, or as Cole says it, Zenib, which also annoys me. But I know it's just his accent. And I don't know why that annoys me, but it does. I think a lot of things about Cole annoy me. So first of all, let me start with her, though. Up until these last two episodes, I thought she was such an idiot. I was like, girl, how can you be with someone who is literally telling you you are not his type, who makes you feel less than and compares you to another woman in this group? How are you okay with that? How do you want to marry that person? In my ideal beliefs, the person that you marry if you are going to get married, should think there is no one else he would rather be with. Physically, emotionally, all of it. You can't break people up into segments. You can't just love a certain thing about a person and not the whole person, in my opinion. But if I'm being honest, I think what really annoyed me about her and This can be said for all of us. When we find people who annoy us or irk us, it's because they're mirroring back something that we don't like about ourselves or something that we previously may have done that we don't do anymore, but something that we don't love that we did, which is probably why she annoyed me because I was once engaged to someone who kind of made me feel that way. Now, this was a terrible, toxic, relationship that I stayed in way much longer than I should have. And the things that he said to me were far worse than what Cole or what was shown of Cole saying to Zanip. So it just kind of triggered me, I guess, to see someone making her feel a way that I can really relate to. And I'll say to myself, she's so stupid. How could you do that? but I could just as easily be saying that to myself 10 years ago. You're so stupid. How did you stay in that? Now, do I think Cole was doing these things in a vindictive way? Probably not. I don't think he is an abusive person. I don't think it was intentional to hurt her, to break her down in order to manipulate her. I don't think this was a a pattern he was aware of that he was doing. Maybe I'm giving him more credit than he deserves. I don't know this person. Obviously, we only know what we're shown on TV, so we can never really know. But that's my feeling is that, like, he isn't a terrible person. But I would say, again, from personal experience, they both probably need to work on themselves to get to the point where you aren't going to accept anything less, where you would look at that and right away be like, absolutely not. I deserve so much more. And you wouldn't even entertain the idea of it, which I can happily say I'm at, but it took work. So I just think those two need work on themselves. But me not liking her the whole season, she turned it around and I let out a yes so loud by myself when she redeemed herself by saying no. And she also said love shouldn't feel this way. Love shouldn't hurt this way. And some of the guests clapped when she said no, which was probably her close friends and family who knew she was making a mistake with this guy. Okay, so now to a couple who actually did get married, Colleen and Matt. I was really surprised that they both said yes. I did not think it was gonna go that way. The fact that both of them did not know if they were going to say yes on their wedding day to me was like a dead giveaway. Like, okay, well, if you don't know and you're not sure on this day, then it shouldn't happen. But I was wrong. They did get married. I don't love Matt. I think Matt is not over whatever the hell happened with him and his ex. He brought it up a lot and how hurt he was. And it's like, dude, heal that shit. Stop bringing it up and don't take it out on the next person. And don't give that responsibility, which is what he did. He gave that responsibility to Colleen. And even in their vows, he said something to the effect of, of course, I have to marry you because you helped me like get over this from my ex and you helped me be vulnerable again. I don't know. I don't love that. I really don't love that. I really would have preferred him come to the relationship already healed from that past trauma and not be guarded Upon entering it and waiting for a girl to help him bring his guard down, because I think that's just not fair. I think that's too much responsibility. I think him running away a couple times obviously was out of insecurity. I think that's really unattractive. And he just he gets a little hot under the collar, which you could tell. Again, I find that very unattractive. He might have an issue regulating his emotions. He probably is a great candidate for therapy. Not that I want to diagnose anyone, but I think everyone could use some good therapy, especially if you are out of some or getting out of something traumatic. As for Colleen, not until the very last episode when Colleen was getting in her wedding gown and she said, it's all happening. Not until then did I actually think she reminds me a little bit of Sheena, like somewhere, maybe the smile. I don't know what it was. But in that moment, and I don't think anything about her personality, but I think appearance wise, there was a little resemblance there. But I didn't notice it until that moment (laughs) that she did say it's all happening. But to be honest, I'm disappointed that they got married. I don't think they're the best fit. When they're together, they seem like they're so happy and Great, but I feel like there's a little bit of her that puts on that everything's perfect attitude when it might not be. But we'll see how that plays out. Obviously, you know, I'm not wishing for the demise of anything, but. I just don't think either one of them are ready, especially him. The other couple that got married, Alexa and Brennan, again, I was shocked. And I know a few people like actually like them. And when I had posted on social that I don't like any of these people together, (laughs) one of my friends was like, wait, no, I'm rooting for Alexa and Brennan. I think they're great. I didn't really see that until the last episode. Prior to this last episode. I kind of felt like Brennan was this wishy-washy, not really strong. He just seemed like, for whatever reason, a weak person to me. No backbone. I think that's what I'm going for. But he seems very nice. Alexa, to me, the impression that I got of her was like just superficial. I don't wear an outfit more than once. And her needing a certain type of lifestyle, her entire family knowing that she's going to need this type of lifestyle for her to be happy, which she doesn't. She just doesn't realize it yet. And I thought that Brennan kind of had, like, these rose-colored glasses when it came to her. Like, oh, wow, like, a girl actually likes me, and she's pretty. Like, so she's the best in the whole world. She's my best friend. She's a wonderful human. I got super creepy vibes when it came to her dad. He's probably going to have to bankroll them based on the lifestyle that she thinks she needs. He was chewing gum when he walked her down the aisle. I was like, what? I do think Brennan is very sweet. And I do you think Alexa has a nice sense of humor. I just think that they were so different that long term, they might not be compatible. But again, if he's kind of, and let's not call him wimpy or weak, like I thought he was, maybe he's just an agreeable person. Go with the flow person. That's actually a really good quality to have. So who knows if they'll work out. I will admit that My initial impressions of both of them did change at the end. I did end up liking them both a little bit more. We found out that the way that she is able to wear an outfit only once is because she returns it after wearing it. Okay, question. How are you doing that? Are you just wearing tags on all your clothes so you can return them? I just want to skip over Raven and SK. I think she's fine. I think he's fine. They're dating now best of luck to them so last but not least bartice and nancy first of all has anyone checked on him because nancy's brother probably is gonna pop him but bartice had such a big head metaphorically who says oh yeah when i walk into a room i'm the one that gets all the attention and that's why i should be with raven or that's why you would think that we should be together because she commands attention too when she walks into a room or whatever he said it's like who says that about themselves But regardless, like his personality wasn't even that great. He seems like he's got an attitude at the end when like Nancy's mom was trying to talk to them. Granted, she should have given them their privacy and their space in that moment. But he gave her mom like this really snippy attitude. I did not like that at all. He said he didn't owe them anything. I beg to differ. They're there for you on that day. They took time out of their life to come there and support you guys. You actually do owe them some sort of explanation, I think. But now Nancy was going to go ahead with it. He was the one who said no. I was really worried for Nancy to be with someone who wasn't crazy about them. And it made me sad for her that she didn't want that for herself or that she thought it was okay. She seems like a nice person. She just seemed so loyal. And she was just going to be by his side no matter what. I don't want that for her. I want someone who's going to do the same for her. So I'm glad at least one of them said no. And she did gain some dignity back at the end when she was like, well, there's no point to love someone who doesn't love me. He wants to see if, you know, this can like work in a dating situation. But no, he just lost me. So good for her for that. I also noticed that at the reunion, the three single men who were all seated together, not one of them were wearing socks, but all the married men were wearing socks. Maybe they're single because their feet stink. I don't know how your feet would not stink wearing dress shoes with no socks. I don't like that trend. I don't like it at all. Do they think it's like sexy to like show off their man ankles? It's very strange to me. Maybe it's very European. I don't like it. Just the thought of what their shoes must smell like is really quite a turnoff to me. So that's that on Love is Blind. I needed to get all of that out of my system. Overall, I thought it was an entertaining series. definitely recommend it. So a little update on what I've been up to. Let's see. I went to a PETA event. They threw a Thanks Vegan event up in Chatsworth, north of LA, I think, up the 405 at a place called Kindred Spirits Farm. And on this farm, they have a bunch of rescued animals, including some turkeys which was kind of the point of the event. We were feeding these turkeys their very own Thanksgiving dinner that was set out on a picnic blanket, and the turkeys just went to town on the food that we served them. And it was kind of like saying, like, this is the only way you should have a turkey for dinner. It was so cute. And I actually learned some turkey facts that I didn't know. And it was sad to hear that when they're babies and they're in, you know, the factory farm industry, they get their toes cut off. They don't just get the nail part cut, like they actually cut their toes so their nails won't ever grow. And they cut their beaks so they can't peck at each other. And they do this all without anesthesia. And a lot of times the babies are so weak and dying and there's a lot of parasites, a lot of worms in these facilities, and they end up eating out their eyes. It's just sickening conditions and I don't need to fully get into, but it was very nice to see these turkeys that were rescued from becoming Thanksgiving dinners and being treated really well now. And there was a bunch of other animals. There were pigs. We got to pet and goats. And I think this farm is open to the public. So you can check out their website and you can go visit all these rescued animals. It was a really, really beautiful day. PETA invited a bunch of animal rights activists to go. I made a lot of new friends. I saw a couple familiar faces. If you remember, a couple weeks ago, I went to the premiere of the first vegan cooking show called Peeled. Well, one of the judges and one of the hosts were there. So I had seen them previously at that Peeled event. So I started talking to them there. Dr. Shabnam and Chris, who is a vegan chef, but he was a judge on the show and they were so lovely. And then this other girl, Roma, we sat down and we were all kind of exchanging Instagram names so we could follow each other. And she goes to follow me and she's like, oh, you know Jasmine and Melissa? And she's talking about my friend Jasmine Good. I was like, yeah, you know Jasmine? And she was like, yeah, I'm going out with them tonight. I was like, oh my gosh, such a small world. And then she's like, you know, Jasmine always talks about her vegan friend. I was like, that's me. (laughs) So that was nice to make a friend who's actually kind of friends with my friends already. But we gathered a whole group of us and we're now in an Instagram chat. And it was just, it was nice to make vegan friends. And now we're going to get together. We're going to do our first dinner at Sugar Taco next month. And hopefully we can continue with like this little vegan dining club that we started. Because we were all kind of saying like, we're the only vegans in our f- respective friend groups. And a lot of people were saying that they're getting to the point where they can't even go out to dinner with their friends anymore. Because they just don't want to see like a steak on someone's plate or whatever. Others are saying, well, if I'm out to dinner with friends, they'll respect me and not order that. For me, I don't think I would ever consider not going out with my friends because they're not vegan, but I just think it's nice to actually have another group of people that are vegan and we could try all the vegan restaurants. So that'll be fun for me. I'm excited about that. But I have to say, like as a kid, I had always dreamed of working with PETA, but as some little girl in New Jersey, it never dawned on me that I actually ever could, or how would that even happen? I would always see... Their ads. I remember there was one with Pamela Anderson. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I wish I could do something with PETA. And this is now the second time that PETA has invited me out to an event. And I'm so appreciative because I'm like, gosh, just the fact that PETA even knows who I am means that whatever I've been doing for animal rights on some scale is being effective for the biggest animal rights organization in the world to even know who I am. And when I arrived, it blew my mind as I arrived. And There were representatives from PETA there that said, hi, Jamie. That just means so much to me. It's times like those when you're around like-minded people, when your activism is recognized. It just makes me think back of me being that little girl in New Jersey and having no idea that that day would ever come. And for all of us, think back a year ago or two years ago or five years ago. Where were you? And where are you now? It's really easy to lose sight of our progress or things we've accomplished because of the day-to-day. I'm going to go get Ivy. She wanted to say hello to everyone, so I'm going to go grab her. Hi! We had a really fun day yesterday. Yes. What was your favorite part?
2: I liked the mall a lot.
1: Really? Bringing out the Jersey girl in you, (laughs) even though you're not a Jersey girl. (laughs) So when I was little, I would go to the mall with my friends all the time that was like (laughs) what we did for fun and the malls in new jersey are spectacular i can't wait to take you to some of those now that you enjoy mall
3: mall things
1: so we were going down south to oceanside to one of ben and esther's locations they have four and we got bagels with vegan cream cheese they have such an extensive menu that i was kind of in what's the word? I got like performance anxiety. (laughs) That's not the right word. There was just so much on the menu that I ended up just getting the most basic thing ever, which was an everything bagel with veggie cream cheese. Whereas I could have gotten vegan egg salad or a Reuben or even what Lizzo's favorite was, which was, I think, an egg bacon with chive cream cheese, maybe. Remember
2: she, the cinnamon cream cheese? Okay, the so the
1: caramel cream cheese. Ivy ordered poorly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got a plain bagel with caramel. Well, I have to admit something to you. With pear and cardamom. What? <laughs> cream cheese. But I thought she was saying pear and caramel. So when I said to Ivy, "Do you want?" Because she wanted strawberry, but this was the only sweet one that they had. And I was like, "Do you want pear and caramel?" And Ivy's like, "Okay, I'll try that." It was only after the fact that I read the menu, and it said pear and cardamom. I was like, ah, she's not going to like that. But anyway, when it arrived, Ivy took one bite, and she hated it. And then I was like, let me try it. I was like, yeah, that's weird. It was just a weird combination. Maybe it has a cult following. I don't know, but I did not like it, so we just got her plain cream cheese. But again, we got the most basic things. Oh, she also got a black and white cookie. Yeah, it was so good. You like that? Yeah. They are so awesome there, and I can't wait to go back and try something, maybe like a Reuben. I mean, I can make a bagel with vegan cream cheese here. Like, yeah. why did we drive all the way to Oceanside <laughs> for me to order that? I don't know what was wrong why with
2: that. Why did we get bagels?
1: <laughs> well, being from the East Coast, I have to try the bagels. Oh. I have to because most people in California or anywhere other than New York, New Jersey don't know how to make real bagels. They become very bready out here or too dense. They just don't make them right here. So I needed to try them.
2: I don't think I've ever had one from
1: the East Coast. Don't whisper. (laughs) She said she's never had one from the East Coast, which means next time we go, you're going to have one. Yay. I know this great place in Fort Lee that I'll take you to. It's my favorite. Okay, so because we first went to Oceanside, which was like a 40-minute drive... I know. <laughs> <laughs> on the way back, we were passing the mall in Mission Viejo, and I needed to go to Sephora, so we decided to go to that mall. What did you like at the mall?
2: So first when we got in there, we went to Macy's to see if they had anything that I liked, Unfortunately, fortunately they didn't.
1: So then after Macy's, well, we went to the bookstore...
2: Yes, we went to the bookstore.
1: She found a joke book, which was written by Jay Leno, which was a cute book. You should have told them a joke from the book.
2: Oh, I should. It's
1: called How to Be the Funniest Kid in the World.
2: Or just in your class.
1: Was it in your class or in the world? It was in the whole world or just in your class. Okay. Written by Jay Leno, which is very odd timing (laughs) because today we just found out, sadly that he has some really bad burns, I guess, on his face. One of his classic cars went on fire. So he's in the hospital right now. So sending Jay Leno best wishes for healing. I met Jay Leno once in Beverly Hills on Rodeo Drive with your grandma and grandpa when they were here visiting one time because he is super into cars and so was my dad. And we went to like this car show in Beverly Hills, and we met Jay Leno there. He was very nice. Why don't you tell us a joke from the book? Okay.
2: What time do ducks wake up? Oh, I know this one. This one's easy. <laughs> yeah, we're starting off with an easy one, and then we're gonna go to hard. A quack of dawn. You were supposed to give them time. <laughs> oh well, you can't hear their answer. Yeah. Do wait. a harder one. Fine. Well, I'm now we're gonna do like um a, a mid.
1: Do you know that mid means, like, not good? I,
2: I meant a middle, like... I know, but do just. you know the
1: slang for mid? Did you know that was, like, a new word?
2: Yes, I actually knew How that. How do you know
1: that? Because I
2: don't live under a rock,
1: and I'm a big brain. I just found out a couple weeks ago from a youngin. They called something mid, and I'm like, what do you mean by mid? And by youngin, I mean my friend Danny. <laughs> <laughs> he called something mid. I was like, what do you even mean by oh, this restaurant or something that I wanted to go to? And he's like, You don't know what mid means. It like just means that it's like okay, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. What kind of math can can you teach to cows?
1: Okay. Wait, calculus.
2: What's the most agile type of bat?
1: Acrobat? Yes. Yay! (laughs) Do you have any facts or any interesting things you want to tell people? Oh, actually, yes.
2: So I just got this book from the book fair about sea bunnies and sea slugs. And a lot of them are actually really pretty. And sea bunnies actually look like little bunnies. They have little ears and tails and actually where do they live they live in the ocean
1: how big are they
2: oh they're really tiny they're like an inch if you looked at a picture of them you see like there's like little furs on them those are actually eyes and they have eyes like all around them kind of like flies they can so they can always see like behind them and in front of them
1: what's a sea slug S- Dare I ask? Cause I, the sound of it just sounds really gross. A
2: lot of them are really pretty though. They didn't show one where I was like, "Ew, what is that?" They're all so cute and pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you choose that book? Because I like
1: sea slugs and sea bunnies. Maybe you'll be like a marine biologist or something when you grow up.
2: I don't want to go underwater.
1: Oh, well, you seem to really like underwater creatures. and what's... I do,
2: but I, I would not want to. One time in science lab, they gave us a question of the day, and one of them was, would you rather go to space or go to the bottom of the ocean? I
1: wouldn't really want to go to either, actually, but I guess I would rather space. Well, when they say bottom of the ocean, do they mean areas that have already been gone to or, like, areas that we haven't even ventured to yet?
2: I'm not sure. I guess we haven't ventured to yet in a submarine, I guess. But, like, I still would not want to. It's, it's like, scary, you know?
1: Okay, but, you know, my theory on this, as cool as space would be, and I would love to kind of, like, look at the Earth from space, mm-hmm. it's so scary because true. there's so much stuff that can happen with the rocket ships. There, it seems like they're always, or That's not always, true. but often they are blowing up or something bad is happening to that's them. That's
2: true.
3: Whereas it,
1: underwater, I feel like, would be way safer.
2: I don't think so, because, like, we've only discovered 5% of the ocean.
1: Right. So that's why I asked, was it to an area that we've been to or not to? Because not to. there's probably depths that are not safe to go to with well, the equipment to go that we the currently the have.
2: Say that you have the right equipment that you can survive if you go all the way down there.
1: Then I would definitely want to do that. For sure.
2: What if there's, like, dinosaurs that break the glass and eat you? I think that there are still sea dinosaurs or, like, sea monsters in the ocean. Well, wouldn't
1: you want to discover them?
2: I would rather someone else discover them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What is the thing that's, like, Google but not Google that you use to help the ocean?
2: Oh, it's called Ocean Hero, and it's an extension that you can add to your computer. Every time you open five tabs, it will count the number of bottles that you've collected. So every five tabs, you will earn one. And then at the end of the month, they go and find out how many everybody collected that has it, and then they pick up that like number of trash from the ocean.
1: So with your searching, you're cleaning the ocean? Yeah. That's really cool, and it doesn't cost anything, and it works just yeah. like Google? Yeah. So it's called Ocean Hero.
2: Yeah, and it even gives you free, like, ocean backgrounds that look really pretty, and you get a new one. You can choose if you get a new one, like, every five tabs, every two tabs, every day, and it's really fun. Well, I love that you use that, and I
1: didn't even know what it was until you introduced me to it. Mm -hmm. You're such a little smarty pants.
2: I saw an ad
1: for it, and then I was like, okay, and I got it. Aw, oh, I love that, and I don't think many people know about it, so I'm glad you're spreading awareness for how to help clean the oceans out. Yep. Love that. So Ivy and I have been watching a new TV show before bed. (laughs) Tell them about it.
2: We used to watch Golden Girls, but this it's called Gilmore Girls, and it's about a mom and a daughter who are kind of like best friends, and they act like best friends towards each other. Their names are Rory, which is the daughter, and Lorelai, which is the mom.
1: So I think everyone knows about Gilmore Girls, (laughs) (laughs) which is way before your time, I think but i never watched it i think it started in, yeah in 2005 or 2006 it says it on the tv i don't know if that means that's when it started or when it ended i don't know if that was season one
2: started.
1: okay so it started in two- okay regardless uh i never watched it when it was out but it came up on netflix mm-hmm. and for the most part it's a kid-friendly show <laughs> it's okay for ivy to watch it so we've been watching it every night now what do you think if I really like it. It's I think that it's like funny. It doesn't require too much thinking, so it's a great yeah thing to watch before bed and you can kinda of doze off with it on. Yeah. I'm not like loving loving it yet. Hopefully yeah. we get into it a little bit more. We're still in season one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I'm
2: looking forward to a Christmas episode because in the intro, you can see a Christmas scene, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Well, you love holidays. I do. And on our
1: refrigerator, (laughs) you always have a countdown of, like, when the next holiday is.
2: right now I have Thanksgiving. There's 10 days until Thanksgiving. So when this comes out, which is
1: tomorrow, it'll be nine days. I can't believe it's going to be here so soon. 2022
2: is just flying by. (laughs)
1: Absolutely.
2: Same thing with 2021. It just, like, flew by, it feels like.
1: Oh, I don't know if I feel that way about last year. I do. This year seemed to go fast, though. Yeah. So speaking of holidays, we never told them what you were for Halloween or about your <laughs> Halloween party. So I know it's no longer the Halloween season, but... But let's, let's go. <laughs> yeah, what were you? I was a dark angel. You were a goth. Or emo angel, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned.
2: Okay, sure. So, <laughs> sure, Mom. Sure. So it had these really pretty wings and halo and oh, these pretty lace gloves. And I, I really liked that costume. It's probably one of my favorites.
1: You looked amazing. Thank you. What else do we want to discuss? Oh, your party. My you party. had an epic Halloween party, I will say. It was the talk of the town, Ivy.
2: <laughs> I know. At school, everybody was talking about it um, on Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. What were they saying? I just heard, like, Ivy's Halloween party, Ivy's Halloween party
1: (laughs) in the background. (laughs) The girls from Vanderpump Rules Party podcast, Mm -hmm. Holly and Sarah, you guys probably know of them. So Holly has a daughter named Ronnie and another daughter named Daisy, who Ivy has become quite close with and very fond of. So we invited Ronnie and Daisy to the party as well. And I got to hang out with Holly. Okay, so getting back after we went on our Halloween tangent, back to our day at the mall.
2: So I I already said that first we went to Macy's and Sephora. And then after that we went to Bath and Body Works, where I got Which mommy
1: did not want to go to because I hate that store. Oh, I can't stand it. I hate all their products. I hate the smells of everything. The lotion feels so gross on my hands. I couldn't wait to wash it off. However, my daughter loves everything (laughs) at Bath & Body Works. So (laughs) what did you get?
2: So I got all three lip glosses, which I wore to school today. It was really nice. And I like the scents. I like the peppermint. Peppermint. Peppermint, Candy apple. And the vanilla. vanilla bean Noel. Okay. I don't even know
1: what Noelle means. We don't know what Noelle means. <laughs> Ivy asked me, what does Noelle mean? And like, isn't that a question you would think you would know the answer to? Like, yeah. Noel, like, what does it mean? Should I just yeah. look it up? <laughs> look it
2: up, really. So while she's doing that, I'm going to talk more about them all. And then I also got a hand sanitizer in the peppermints. Lastly, I got a tiny hand lotion, which was peppermint. And my favorite was the peppermint one. And then after that, we went upstairs and got Jamba Juice, which is served at my school sometimes, but they only serve strawberry and mango. I usually get the mango, but the one that I got there was so good. It was like a mix of berries and strawberries and bananas. It was so good. It tasted so delicious so if you go there then you should definitely get it it was called like berry blast or something something like that you got that vanilla blue sky one yeah Yeah. it had
1: blue spirulina in it which was
2: awesome
1: okay so looks like the internet doesn't know what Noel means either, it's and they're just saying it means Christmas. Christmas. So <laughs> it, it may be from a Latin word or a French word that might mean birthday of Christ. So it's just Christmas. It's Christmas another Year. word for Christmas or the Christmas holiday to celebrate the birth of the Jesus. Cr-
2: the Christian holiday, not Christmas. Oh,
1: the Christian. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Was that it? Did we leave them all after that? We went to Big Air? That's not it of the mall. What else did we do at the mall? I'm sure they're enthralled by what we did at the mall.
2: <laughs> okay, wait. No, I think that that was it, actually. Okay. Not all in order, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we did a little photo shoot of you and your leg warmers, which apparently yeah. are back in fashion. Yeah. Okay, so after we left the mall, we went to Big Air, which is a trampoline park in Lake Forest. And they added so much
2: cool new stuff. And there's, like, a play place now and a slide. It's so much better.
1: And there's, like, rock. It's basically like that show Ninja. What's it called? It's, like, a contest, something ninja, where they have to go through these, like, obstacle courses. I've never seen that. Oh. Well, it's basically like that for kids. So there's, yeah. like, swinging vines and yeah, things there's to there's climb. Bon- and-,
2: and monkey bars.
1: Monkey bars. And...
2: and- and
1: you can also the... play dodgeball on the trampoline. Yeah, you can play dodgeball. And basketball. How fun would that be? Like yeah. jumping on the trampoline and then doing like, yeah. what's it called when you put the, yeah, sports. Putting... When you put the <laughs> basketball, it's slam dunk. Slam you dunk. Slam dunk.
2: Yeah. We don't know a thing about sports. <laughs> Did you just fart? <laughs> you just
1: farted on the
2: podcast. <laughs> he farted two
1: more times. <laughs> Three times total?
3: <laughs> no, I farted
1: so to wrap this up i'm just looking at my list of things i wanted to touch on oh you're excited about the new netflix series called wednesday about wednesday adams so Ivy, I was out, Ivy texted me, she thought it was a movie, and she told me when it was coming out, which is November 23rd, and she's like, it's about Wednesday, and going to a creepy new school, and it's a movie, can we go see it in theaters? I'm like, yeah, that sounds awesome, let's go. But then, everyone was telling me, no, it's not a movie, it's a Netflix series, so we can't see it in the theaters, but it looks so cool. I still
2: want to go to the theaters,
1: though. We'll have to watch something else in the theaters. Yeah, exactly. Some other things I've been watching on TV lately is this show, it's... So bad it's good, and it's called Manifest. Who's watching it? Let me know and let me know your thoughts. I begin to hate all the characters, and there's always some like drastic, dramatic event happening in every single episode. You have to basically suspend all reality to even get into it. It's kind of like Lost, it's about an airplane, something weird happens, people survive it, but are they really alive? Are they dead? They start getting these things called callings, which are like premonitions, they think. At one point or another, you'll probably hate every single character on the show. It is chaotic, but mommy loves chaos. So another one. Oh, and that was like, I think, season four. So if you have not watched Manifest, you can binge that like crazy and all the way to season four, which there still was no resolution. So it looks like they're coming out with a season five, which I'll probably have to wait a year for. Also, I've been watching... Another terrible show that I kind of love, kind of like (laughs) the way you feel about or the way I feel about Hallmark movies or Lifetime movies where it's like, you know, they're terrible, but like there's something comforting in that. And this one. I've
2: never seen a Hallmark movie. We don't know. I don't like it.
1: Well, I beg you to watch them with me and you say no.
2: I will. I will. will. Like the Hallmark
1: cards. Well, it's like that company. They have a TV channel. Mm. So this is on Netflix and it's called Virgin River. Who's watching this one? Let me know. It's basically like a soap opera. It takes place in Northern California. So the atmosphere Where we are. <laughs> No, we're in Southern Silly. Oh we are. Oh yeah, we are. <laughs> so that like the environment around it, like the whole atmosphere is so gorgeous. There's like these trees and rivers and lots of outdoorsy shots. It's like the feeling of a warm cup of coffee or like hot chocolate. Like It's so comforting in that way. That just ended, I think that ended season four as well. That's on a cliffhanger as well. So I'm going to have to wait for the next season for that. I'll end on two very happy notes. Sugar Taco was nominated for a PETA Libby Award. We did, yes, we did a collaboration with them in their efforts against SeaWorld. We made a drink called Empty the Tanks and proceeds from that went to PETA and their efforts. Speaking of SeaWorld, just today it was reported that a dolphin at SeaWorld Orlando, I believe, was injured when other dolphins attacked it. It's very sad. You could see the dolphin off to the side bleeding. Honestly, I don't know why SeaWorld still exists. We need to close them down. I would ask all of you, to not support SeaWorld. Don't go there. Without customers, they can't open. We can close them down by not supporting them. Yeah. So speaking of animals in Florida, the animal sanctuary that I am on the board of called Little Bear Sanctuary is doing their fifth annual auction to raise funds for the animals that we have rescued, which are over 200 of them. We've had some hurricanes, been hit pretty hard with flooding. We need to rebuild a lot of structures. We really hope we do well with this auction. There's a bunch of items up there to bid on, like workout gear, V-Dog food, which is vegan dog food. It's so good. There's even a dozen sugar taco churro donuts, our famous donuts. I will ship them to the highest bidder anywhere within the 48 states. Sorry, Alaska and Hawaii. Sorry if you're in another country, but if you are in one of the 48 states, then go ahead and bid. If you've always wanted to try a sugar taco, charo donut, can I bid? <laughs> <laughs> you get them every time I go. <laughs> but sure, you can. Yay! Ivy lost some money today. She had a book fair, and she took $40 with her to buy books. <laughs> And she only came home with two books because everything else was stolen. She put it by her backpack and then her change and everything that she bought except for two books. I guess no one wanted a book on sea slugs. Huh. Go figure.
2: And no one wanted a book on babysitter's club. Maybe it was a boy.
1: Well, we're trying to figure I Dumb boy. <laughs> exactly. Wizard are dumb. I emailed her teacher. So I'm asking if there was security cameras. We're going to try to catch this thief. So if you want to bid on any of the items up for auction, head over to LittleBearSanctuary.org or you can go to our Instagram page, Little Bear Sanctuary, and there's a link there as well. It's been fun catching up with you. Ivy, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. I love when you do this with me. You I need to get in the bath. Sure, you can come back anytime, but you need they to get Can I come next week? No, next week I'm gonna... I'm hopefully going to do an episode called The Business of Beauty Part 2.
2: I would love to be in that episode.
1: You can't be in that episode. Aww. Because you don't really get anything that I'll be discussing in that episode because you're a kid.
2: But I still want to be in it, just in your presence.
1: Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Thank you all for being here and thank you again Ivy I love you and I love you listening and I'll talk to you next week
2: love ya bye (laughs) you better keep that part in you better baby love I think I've been a little too kind
3: didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind in the shoes I gave you as a present putting someone first only works when you're in their top five and by the way Going out tonight. Best believe I'm still bejeweled when I walk in the room. I can still make the whole place shimmer, and when I meet the